I went down the road to turn around <clears throat> to come back up and uh, came back up and there's a truck parked on the track. <laughs> it's like, you gotta be kidding. There's no, you know, nobody around. And Green I, plates? I pull up. No, oh, okay. it was actually Pelletier, one of the uh, loggers' sons. And I said, oh, and he said, oh, you're after that track? And I said, yeah, I just went down to turn around to park back up here. But, you know, I said, if you want it, no, no problem. Welcome back to another episode of Northwoods Whitetails Podcast. I'm sitting down here in Stowe, Vermont with Joey Davis. And Eric Adams. And Eric Adams. Well, uh, I got to say, we've been walking around his house here, and uh, there's some serious bucks on the wall and some serious cars in this garage. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, you got a pretty good collection of both. Uh, yeah, a few. Yeah, a few, a few. Yep. So you used to hunt with Joey a lot? Is that the... Yeah. 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 The Through the years. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, he was a good friend of my uh, my family. He, they, okay. They all grew up together. And, yep. And uh, just to give you the backstory of it, uh, when I was old enough to swing a paintbrush, I worked for Eric for, I don't know, four or five years. Okay. So that's where you uh, got your start. That's that's where I got my start. <laughs> okay. And, uh, where the trouble began. Yep. Uh -huh, yeah. Yep. And uh, you know, obviously shared passions and, and uh he introduced me to, to northern Maine when boy, I was nineteen, twenty. I was right out of high school. Yeah. That was an eye opener. Enough to where yeah, they stopped us at the border like <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> questioned us, like separated us. Yeah, they 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 weren't too keen on that. We were we were what were we doing? We were headed we're shed, going hunting. shed hunting. Yeah, yeah, we were going up there shed hunting. And oh, so you were going to drive through <coughs> Canada to get to? Yeah, it's the quickest. Yep, we yeah. went through Canada. We went to go to Maine. Yep, gotcha. Got way 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 up, and yep. was it coming back? Yeah, it was, or maybe it was going in. I, I don't remember. remember. Yeah, it was but the yeah. Canadian side, and they separated us. In question. Yeah, they were curious yeah. as to why there was a. You know, I'm not that much older than him, but forty-year-old yeah. guy and a nineteen-year-old guy together. <laughs> I'm smuggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, yeah. Can we ask you some questions? <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, we both got back in the truck. We're like, "What was that about? I don't yeah. know. What they ask you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Went about our way. Yeah. Do, yeah. Filled our guys, truck up. <laughs> do guys still do that? They still drive through Canada to get up to Maine, or is it too much of a pain in the ass now? No. You're, you're, yeah. Still you still do, do it. it? Yeah. Or maybe it was just COVID time that it was. Yeah, COVID you couldn't. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, right. way back in the day, we didn't used to. But then, what must I forget be. what it was. You know, a couple guys like figured out it was quicker going through Canada. Yeah. And it wasn't anything you could, I think at first, yeah, register your gun. Yep. $20 or any amount, you know, like two or three guns, $20. And it was good for like half a year or a oh, year. Oh, no kidding. But now it's only good for, I think, a month or two months. Yep. Yeah, 20, 25 bucks. But still worth it. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. It cuts. snips off how many hours for yeah, you? a couple hours. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. It's just, it's like straight yeah. instead of going all the way, like following the coast. Yeah, because I just, yeah, I came back and from my camp way up where I camp is, I got 
got up there in six. I came back in five. Coming, coming the shortcut way. Yep. Out of No Name Mountain. No Name Mountain on the brook. <laughs> so, how did you start hunting Maine? Um, my brother, older brother, um, went to school in Unity. And I think through some of his friends, and he was friends with Terry Spear, who I think you guys will be talking to. He's a eventually, yeah, he's outstanding. Got some really nice deer. So they kind of ganged up, and I think he went up with his buddies and explored. Yep. And then told me about it and my other brother. So he's like, "You got to get up here." Yep. So we went up and kind of overwhelming compared to down here hardwoods and hills yeah right you got up where i am or you know it's pretty flat swampy yeah thick Mm -hmm. cut off yeah and back in the days of (laughs) just topo maps and no onyx no onyx yeah (laughs) and you know no garments it was just you know you had two different compasses with you topo maps that you put up on the wall in your camp and analyze every night you'd have a tear off one and you're pack and make sure and that's you know it's all gridded with yellow lines yep so you check to see if you cross that yellow line knew where you were and but guys got lost up there yeah and there was nowhere near the road system right no like what there is now no not at all yeah and now yeah like i heard on one of your other podcasts you know there is a lot of roads but a lot of them are just so blocked off and there's areas you can get into that nobody Really? Nobody gets to. No kidding. <laughs> Takes a little bit. Yep. A dedication. I'm up there now. I mean, before, when I first started, that was, you know, mid-80s. And, you know, it's little Vermont. You know, it was. Like green plates everywhere. Green plates everywhere. Yep. And, well, you know, they concentrated more on the Golden Road. and was just campsites. So yep. a lot of people knew. And, you know, people know where I camp, you yep. know, now and. People, and we're friends with guys that we've met, you know, 35 years ago that still go up there, and we meet up. Yeah, there's a pretty pretty tight community yeah. of, of guys up there that, yeah. that you've got to know over the years. Yeah. And th- and and yeah. they've been there for years and years and years. I mean, oh, yeah. just a, for instance, some of these campsites you pull into, you'll have, uh, like, little concrete pads, mm-hmm. and they'll have, like... Uh, you know, somebody, somebody that was staying there for years and years and years passed away. And I, I just know at one campsite, they've got like the guy's Grange boot imprint in the, uh, in the concrete and, you know, his name and, you know, yeah. cool. A lot of, a lot of heritage, a lot of heritage to it. Yeah. Yeah. There's guys that I know they had, uh, buses, of course, Pelletiers were big up there. They're all friends. You know, they used to have a big bonfire party towards Thanksgiving or just after and, they have Thanksgiving up there, you know, on the bus. And usually had a live turkey that was wandering around the bus. Yeah. Just would stay right there the whole time. No and, kidding. Yeah, so they'd invite anybody that they saw, you know, come yep. on over to the bus. We're having a great big turkey dinner. So That's cool. They're still up there. I thought they weren't going to make it last year, but they still drove the bus up there last year. Hmm. I went down and had Thanksgiving with them. That's pretty cool. cool. Yep. That's pretty neat. And they don't ever really get much for deer. No. <laughs> no. Well, they, they have just, a good time, though. Just enjoy hunting. Yep. They're not, you know, yep. not big, you know, like, drinking or anything. They yep. just like to get away and yep. and do their thing. So It's pretty cool. Yep. So you guys hunted Ontario together as well? Yep. Quite a few years? Or, yeah. 
I don't know, four or five. Yeah, probably four. I hunted another couple of years after you guys. Yeah. 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 I threw in the towel and you kept going. I Let's made the solo trips. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear some good uh, Ontario stories. I'm always interested to hear about those. Oh, I feel boy. like I kind of missed it, you know? <laughs> I feel like I missed the golden, like, I've heard I've heard guys say that it was the best whitetail hunting, like, on earth, is what I've heard. It was... What would you compare it to to Maine when you when you started going to Maine in mid eighties? What would you compare compare it to? I, I'd say it was comparable. Um, the sign you would see, you know, telephone pole trees, you know, hooked. <laughs> the amount of sign you saw, the size of the tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. I'd say definitely comparable to what it was back in the day in Maine. So Maine was that good. <laughs> so I missed that too, is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. You, do, you don't yeah. realize it until it's gone. Yeah. You know, so we always yeah. look back and go, wow, we we had it lucky. Like, you know, like yeah. you said, we just, we'd drive down the road. Yep. There's a 200-pounder. No, that's not really going, you know. You didn't that's like That's not was, going yeah. to a great place. Well, no, that one's alone, that, you know. No, that one's with a doe, you know. Well, we'll come back, check on that. You know, you'd see five or six easily. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I remember you saying that first year that you got out there, and I think we'd got snow, that it was very comparable to what Maine used to be. Oh, um, yeah. And Boye said the same thing. Um, yeah. You know, there was a lot of big ones, a lot of big ones to be had. And the ratio, wow. I think, the same, like in Maine. You saw a lot of buck, and same in yeah. you know, Ontario. You know, th- we saw a lot. I think part of that too is like I know I talked about it in one of the other podcasts, but the the forest was evolving. All you know, like northern Maine. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they were starting to log further and further and further, right? Yeah. And the population was there, but it was also exploding. But the further that you got in, the better the age class got. You know. Um, and same thing in Ontario, it just, it was there and the genetics are there too. Right. And it was, it was a wonderful place. Yeah. You definitely knew any day you could shoot the buck of your life. Mm -hmm. You know, wasn't like you were going, okay. Yeah. Right. Let's see what I can get out of here. Now it's like, yeah, I could round this little knob and. (laughs) And it was, it was pretty flat out there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fairly fairly flat. It, it's pretty rolling, right? Like not yeah. not not high ridges, but a uh, lot of lot of water. I mean, yeah. you really got to be careful yeah. getting behind some of those bodies of water. Uh, Take a long time getting back around. Yeah, yeah, you seriously got to be careful about that. I mean, there isn't a bigger chunk of woods. I don't believe the whole no. whitetails anywhere, anywhere. Like it's the biggest. Like you can go for like how oh. many miles? Uh, roads. That one road that we were hunting on, where I, you know, that that the end yeah. of that road to the next road was probably 25 oh, yeah. miles plus at least yeah and there was nothing in between there and then when we hunted out the other road you know yep and <laughs> code and i remember i went out i was out a mile off this road and we went in a distance on the road and i was out yeah over a mile and coming back out, but I was kind of standing in an area I knew they came out, so I said, oh, I'll stay here till dusk. And actually, this was 
after you guys had gone and there was a, a guy all of a sudden, it's like dusk, I'm a mile away from the road to get back out, to walk back out or bike. And <laughs> we, uh, all of a sudden this guy, orange is coming. I'm like, I hadn't seen a soul out here ever. You don't, that's the other thing. You don't see anybody. Yeah, you don't hear anything either. You don't, yeah. And this guy's coming and I, all of a sudden I recognize him and he's in the lodge where I'm staying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, headed back to the truck. And he points in the opposite direction. And I go, that's not the way. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah, it is. And he looks right here. I'm like, come on. I'm like, at that time, we had Garmin's. And I said, no, look. And I said, I know this. I've come in here tons. I said, it's this way. He's like, wow. Uh, good thing I ran into you. I said, yeah, we would have been looking for you for a day or two. Yeah. I remember, was, I remember standing on one of those ledges and that GPS, the compass and the GPS would just sit there and spin. Yeah. Spin. Yeah, you definitely had to be careful. Um, Why would it spin? It's whatever's in that whatever's in that rock, rock. in the ground. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Was that that guy Buck? You met some guy from Wisconsin out there or something? Oh no, it wasn't that. guy. That wasn't that guy. Yeah. No. Buck, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I'd love to have you on. <laughs> yeah. This guy was from Wisconsin, killed. I mean, he was he was a deer hunter. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, oh yeah, through and through. Because I yeah, I ran into him the last couple of years I was there. He was at the bottom of the road. I yeah. talked to him for a while there. One of the last years I was there. Yeah, yeah. We we Good we definitely yeah we definitely talked to, talked to some folks on that road, especially like guys that had been hunting there for a number of years before we got there. Yep. And there was one old timer I remember from Michigan that said. This is this is nothing, right? Like this was the best that we had seen when we found this area. Um, it was virgin timber, and they were just starting to cut it, and there was deer all over it. I mean, <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> and I remember that old timer telling me that it used to be like that everywhere up there. Like you could drive down the road, and there'd be telephone poles on the side of the road, just wow, railed. I well, mean, I remember just in the transition of when. I started to go, which was a couple of years after you were there, or a year, and you're like, you'd drive down the road and they'd be hooking all over the, you know. Yeah. Just look at the roads and see all the sign. And, yep. You know, we saw a little bit when, you know, we were going, but it was tailing off even then. Yep. But, you know, the pressure and everything else, that was the first time I, like, used a roll can. Mm. You know, I remember. Yeah. You guys may have been using or whatever. I got, I picked one up and was like, went out first day, blue sky. Blue sky, blue jay day, rolled the can, and here comes this nice 10-pointer in the first day. And I'm like, and it was nice 10. Yeah. That's the one Chris ended up shooting. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not the first day. I'm not going to shoot this one. Yep. And we went back, and he got it a couple days later. Yeah. That was, two, was 220 something. Is there oak out there? Is there no oak? No oak. No. no. It's no all oak. just like spruce and maple. Yeah, there's a lot of popple. Yeah. Of popple. Yeah. yeah. There was popple. There was, there was birch and the cedar. Yeah, a lot of cedar. There was red pines yeah, in certain areas. Pine, yeah. yeah, you know, I read a thing that the best tree for a whitetail is a popple. Yeah, there's a always, lot of those. There's a lot of those out there. I always thought it would have been a, an oak tree of some sorts, but nope, yeah. it's a popple. Something about the regen they can like 
they just eat the heck out of it. They can eat it right down to like almost huh. an inch in diameter, I guess, if they need to. And no kidding. I guess it's the best thing for them. Huh? Best habitat. Yeah, it was pretty wild area. It was it was a lot of fun. We 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 had a good time. Yeah. You know, there's always a group of us that went. There was eight nine of us that went. Yep. We'd stay in what a cabin or two cabins. Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> we had yeah. fun. Yeah. We had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. How many two hundred pounders do you think you guys got between like your guys that you went with over the years? I don't know. Not that many, right? Well, you got uh, most of them. <laughs> <laughs> there was there he'd, was, he'd get them and be like, "Let's go." Yeah, time <laughs> to go back home. Because he wanted to get back home. Oh yeah. I'm being picky. And yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of that. What two hundred, two twenty-ish? You know, yeah. most of those. Of course, they didn't have scales, so we'd always bring our own. Yep. Yeah, because they never weighed them. You could, you didn't report them. You had to just, you know, do your tag and then do an export. You know, yep. when you left. But huh. yeah. so we brought our own scales. Yeah. So no tagging stations. No, no, no there was no tagging stations. There's no. probably like no towns either, right? Or uh, like just a little tiny town where yeah. we where we stayed. And and for everybody that listening, like we didn't see that many deer where we were hunting. Not compared to some of these guys that were oh, hunting. Yeah. Way. <laughs> Yeah, way north that yeah. that we're seeing. I mean, some of those guys were seeing twenty five deer a day. Yeah. That was a lot. Of, a lot. Of, we'd see probably twenty five deer in two weeks. Yeah. When we got into this one area, I will say that I saw sixteen deer one day. Most of them were all doe, but that was that area that was like just we, really good habitat. Yeah, we found the gold nugget. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it went by the wayside very, very quickly, and it wasn't long before more people caught onto it. More Vermonters, right? Mm. And the worst kind. The green you, place. <laughs> yeah, you needed. Yeah, you needed access by a certain. Yep. Uh, two wheels to get you ah, back in there. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. And then yeah, how far you want to go? How far you wanted to go? I remember one day I was out there uh, with Dustin's dad, and uh, he'd shot a buck. I'd shot a buck, and there was two bodies of water that came together, and it just was like a little tiny river that connected them and there was a bridge over it that's where the road went and came through came over that bridge and here's wolf tracks right on right in the dirt we just missed the thing yeah i was like spin this baby around yeah right <laughs> no firearms no nothing of course we didn't know nothing about wolves they're probably just scared of us as, yeah yeah i heard them every morning and i'd go in you would stop yeah you guys ever see him ever see one oh, i never did your old man did yeah i never saw one i heard him my old man had an encounter with one yeah he was sitting there or something, heard something. I think he, I don't know if he was rolling his can or whatever, yeah. but uh, heard something, turned around and looked. And when he did, that wolf was like, yeah. let's just say it was 10 yards. It was close to him, big black wolf. And there was three of them, I believe. Yeah, and they were surrounding him because <clears throat> yep. he was looking at the one in front. All of a sudden, he heard something behind, turned around, and that one was behind him. Yep, scared scared the bejesuses out of him. <laughs> but it scared the bejesus out of the wolf too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Turn, both of them, you know, holy shit. Yep. And the wolves got out of there. No kidding. Yep. yep. I heard a, I don't know if it's, if, if it was true or not. They, these guys would be a good, good, good guest as well. But there's a, there's a hunting party from just south of here and they were hunting a place and killed a buck and they got surrounded by a pack of wolves. Um, and one of them knows wolves extremely well, like studies them out Yellowstone way. And, uh, they held their ground, those wolves. Those wolves walked away, but I guess it was a very touch and go moment. Wow! <laughs> All they had was a muzzleloader. Holy crap! One, 
dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yep. gnarly. Yep. Yeah. But it's the yeah. most eerie sound you, you've ever, ever heard. Mm. Um, you know, we were talking about it earlier, but I had them holler between me and the truck, and I made it to the truck just as quick as I could. I was out of there before it was getting dark. Deep, yeah. deep howl. Wicked. Makes you nervous. <laughs> yeah. Is there wolves in Maine? Because I hear a lot of guys say on the Canadian side, on the, like, western side, that they see wolf tracks here and there. I don't know. I've never seen one, but no, that's what I've heard. I've You've ever. hunted it for 25 years, yeah. no? Somebody's probably just seen a bear track <laughs> or something. 25. <laughs> More than that. 35, 40, almost 40 years. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen a wolf. No? Huh? No. No, never have. Um, you know, big big dogs but yeah big coyotes yeah and now it's lynx are coming in more than there's no more bobcats oh yeah it's all lynx huh but i haven't even seen one of them you just see the tracks and stuff so hmm. so we should describe i mean i know the the, the backstory behind him very very well but mm-hmm. Eric stays in a camp <laughs> that most people would lose their mind in. How, yeah. how, how big is this camp? Uh, a luxurious 8 by 12. Nice. Yeah. Hey. It's a plywood camp but it's, yep. you know, that I put together. It's yep. hinged on the corners. Yep. And I don't remember if I just saw old timers doing it or... Somebody who had done it, everybody, you know, that I'd seen, we used to stay in a camper in the back of a truck. Yep. You know, it was always kind of, it was a pain because you were limited on driving, what you could do with it, and then heat sometimes, just the way it would work. And then uh, tents, guys had problems with tents, you know, wall tents. But uh, so, yeah, I made the camp. I'm probably on the fourth or fifth one now but how do you heat it just a ventless ventless propane heater oh okay it's like a little buddy you know, heater you know it's yeah it's kind of but it's a wall mount goes to a 20 pounder outside okay and i get another line coming in for my three burner stove i mean it's you know it's, it's all you got need, half right? inch insulation it's insulated on the ceiling i've got yep. it's got a floor yep berber carpet <laughs> it's two bunks it, it's hot as can be. Watch DVDs on the little, TV. Got a little generator, a little Honda generator I've had for 25 years. Puts along. and It's like home. It's perfect. And everybody knows the camp. Oh, yeah. It's in the same spot every year. Guys come and visit. Yeah, the one year I went, there was three of us in there. <laughs> nice. That's a it little was, bit. It was tight. Yeah. <laughs> no I chili? Had, I've no had chili four. for dinner? No. 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 <laughs> Not at all. Uh, yeah, like the old timers, no onions, no. Yeah, no <laughs> onions, no chili. Yeah, no yeah. chili, no no uh, garlic, none of it. None of it. Yeah, no, no funky smells. Yeah, that's funny. You boys <laughs> probably ate pretty good though up there, huh? I eat better at deer camps than I do. Dude, yeah, isn't that funny how yeah. that is? You pack away everything. Yeah, and, and then usually just because you're doing a lot more, so yeah, eating more lunch, you're having a good breakfast, you're yep. having a good dinner, and. Hitting the sack usually. Yeah. Pretty tired and get up for the next day. Most people lose their mind in that that thing though. You got a window in it? Yeah. You got a window yeah. in the door or something. A couple of windows. I got you three do? windows. Yeah. yeah. Window in the door. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Now I've got like a little gas shower unit too. Wow. Hooks up. 
portable outside. That's a game changer. So you're like, you know, before, I mean, back in the eighties, you'd take a two hour trip out to town and pay a dollar to go take a shower. It was, yeah. I mean, there was a, one of the times I went up to Northern Maine, I went the full six, seven days, no shower. Oh yeah. It was grunge. Yeah. Oh, it was it's rugged. <laughs> I mean, we, we did it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, but it's rugged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Boil up some water and. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, you definitely, but you know, you try to not get very sweaty, anyways. Of course, last year yeah. was <laughs> hunting in a t-shirt. Yeah, oh my gosh, that was you know rough. But I usually go up and stay for the duration, the whole season. Yeah, you were there last year for how many days? Yeah, well, this year I was there till yeah, it was four weeks. Yeah, at least four weeks, and then yeah, yeah I was there the year before for. Four weeks, five weeks, stayed for muzzle, didn't this year. Yeah. But yeah. You you um you target specific deer, right? Like this one thing I know about him for, for those that are listening, like he doesn't just shoot a a buck or a racked buck. Like it's gotta it's gotta mean something to him in a way, right? Like how many buck did you pass up this year? Nine. And how many of those do you think were hovering 200? Three or four. Yeah. So. Lucky they didn't walk in front of me. Yeah. For all those listening, <laughs> yeah. he's he's passing up two, two, yeah. 200, 200 pound bucks for that, you know, 220, 230, 240, 250. So you want a real big one. Yeah. I mean, weight wise great yeah definitely yeah. judging by the track it's changed it depends on snow mm -hmm. good conditions then i'm tracking um other times it's not then i'm bopping around scouting if i know good areas that they're traveling during the mornings at night mm -hmm. then i'll hang there a little bit mm -hmm. poke but it's yeah it's got to be something that sparks me to shoot when right. i see it if right. i hesitate at all then i know it's then not don't shoot. what i want yeah, because you you see rack bucks all the time yep. that you're not not shooting, yep. right? Like yep. most guys would be on the trigger, and he is not. Mm -hmm. Like he's very patient in that sense of things. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't need to, you know, I love venison and everything yeah. else, but I'm not there to. <laughs> that's why I just concentrate on Maine. That's my number yep. one spot. That's what I'll stick out. And then if I get one there, then back to here. Mm -hmm. Then maybe, yep. you know, other spots. How I many 200-pounders have you shot in Maine? Uh, I think it's six, seven. Mm. Not, you know, not that many. I'm almost like, you know, for the amount of years that I've been there, you know, not that many. But, like, you know, Tired last year I didn't get one. The year before I didn't. But, yeah, I'm just looking for ones that, and it's like I've only gotten the one book buck. You know, for the antlers. For the antlers. But I just, right. yeah, it's got to... I mean, like that one, the 250, That the horns aren't very big on that. No, is that your heaviest? That's the heaviest. 250, that's a deer. You know, that's but, a deer. But, you know, he was he was just, I tracked him for a little while, and he well, was. Well, let's, let's hear the whole, yeah. let's, let's get a good detailed <laughs> 250 story. That was, um, there's really not much. Um, I had expanded, that was toward the tail end. Things started to tail off a little bit as far as the herd was you know, spreading oh, okay. out a little bit. It yep. wasn't driving down the road and there's a two, there's a two, you know. So I'd expanded and gone a little further north 
and across nice track and it was headed up and I was coming down this ridge and uh, so I went down a little bit further and there's a track going the opposite way. I said, yeah, I've got it. He's going down in a nice area and, you know, it's a nice track, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> four finger wide, nice yep. slew foot track. So I went down the road to turn around <clears throat> to come back up and uh, came back up and there's a truck parked on the track. And I was like, you gotta be kidding. There's no, you know, nobody around. And Green I, plates? I pull up. No, oh, okay. it was actually Pelletier, one of the uh, loggers sons. And I said, Oh, and he said, Oh, you're after that track. And I said, yeah, I just went down to turn around to park back up here. But you know, I said, if you want it, no, no problem. He said, no, we're thinking we're going to go further. And I said, Hey, I tell you what, there's another one just down the road. That's going the opposite way. He said, no, you know, we're already headed this way. We're going to go hunt that. So I said, all right. So I parked the truck. And they went off and I went down over the bank and, uh, he just did a little loop right there, and the other track was him. He looped. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's a good thing I didn't, you know, he didn't go, yeah, I'll get on that one. Yeah, yeah. Same deer. <clears throat> he just did a little loop. So I came across the road. I said, all right, perfect. He's headed up into this area I didn't know at all. Whippy, kind of old cut. <clears throat> and then it kind of got into some nice stuff. And it was blue skies. It had just snowed like, you know, four or five inches. It was perfect, but it had stopped. Mm. So it was nice blue skies, perfect. And I knew I wasn't really too far behind him. So I was just poking along. And then uh, came through a little alleyway of spruce trees. You know, they were eight, ten foot tall. Mm -hmm. But it was just like something out of uh, like a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You know how you look and all the trees are covered with snow. Yep. And it was perfect. And I remember looking down through this, you know, 75-yard alleyway. There was just perfect Christmas trees all lined with snow. Yep. And the sun was right there. And I said, geez, that's a beautiful, beautiful look right there. And at the end of it, there's a bunch of small spruce trees. And I look a little closer, and I look through a little window in the spruce trees, and I see a white spot that's out of place. Mm-hmm. And I go, that looks like it. And then I could make out eyes. And then I could see the beams coming out from the side. And I was like, that's a buck right there. And I could see he had pretty good bone coming out. And I said, this is a perfect scenario. So I lined up. All I could see was his eyes and his nose looking at me and his white on his neck. So I lined up, shot him right in the white and nothing. Yep. So I'm like, okay, waited a little bit, walked down through, walked around the little spruce pile, and there he was, dead in his bed, never even moved, Went right right through. Beautiful. So that was, yeah, 9.250, and not too bad of a drag. Yeah, really? <laughs> not too bad. I was just going to ask, how did it feel pulling, <laughs> how did it feel pulling 250? Um, it was good snow, So yeah, and he good. was a short deer. Yeah? You know, he was a, yeah. He wasn't, you know, the other ones were a lot longer. So, but this one, you know, so, you know, you do the rowboat pull and just back yep. up, pull, back up, pull. Yep. 
And uh, that should be a good sponsor for you guys, Concept, too. Yeah, there you go. And uh, so, yeah, it didn't take long. That was, yeah. And the year before is the one, the 245, and I tracked him, too. That two so four. it was 245 the year before, and then that 250 that year. It's a good couple of years. What years, yeah, what years was, were they? Oh, God. <laughs> what, what, what was the 245 one? That was the book buck. Oh, that was the book buck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that one, one that's that, a 155 inch 10 pointer. Yep. You want to run us through that story? <laughs> I like the last one. You might as well just keep them, keep, keep them going. going. Yeah, it's pretty good. Well, well before you, before yeah. you get going on that, did you ever see Pelletier again? No, but mutual friend of ours knows him. Yeah. And he saw him a couple of days later and he said, Hey, did that Adams guy get that deer? And he said, yeah. He said it was 9.250. <laughs> And he's right. like, I thought I heard him shoot. And he's yeah. like, unbelievable. He yeah. said, he offered me the track, but I didn't take it. Yeah. Huh. So, and that's yeah. a well-known name in that yeah. country. They, oh, dear. Yeah, yeah they were. Remember. What was that? They had a logging show. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I forget what it was, but no. they had a. Discovery Channel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah. North Mainwood Loggers. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. All Pelleteers. Yeah. Rudy and. Yeah. They're all up there, but yeah, that's all since been sold. No kidding, they they're done with done. it. Done, really. Done. I remember watching one of those episodes. One of those log trucks had hit a bull. Ooh. Hit a bull moose. It was I think right around rut or something, and yep. hit a bull moose. And I think they picked it up with a grapple. Yeah, grapple. Put it, put on, it the on the log, trailer and brought it, it out. Truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what was the story with that? Uh, the that year book? before, yeah, the book buck was. Uh, yeah, not a long one again. <laughs> um, just, to, you know, where I stay, it's a pretty hot area. And uh, I literally drove up the road a couple hundred yards, and there's this track crossing. And it was fresh, good snow, perfect. Mm. One of those days, yep. you know. So I backed the truck up. I think, yeah, I backed the truck up to camp and got up, got up my stuff and ready to go. Hiked up the road and hopped on him. And he was headed towards a signpost tree that yep. I knew of, that I've had good pictures on. And he just meandered through, and uh, I did uh, crawl on him pretty good there toward the end. But he was going along good and went right down by the signpost tree, but he never, he just winded it. He never went up to it. Yep, just walked by yep. it. He was, you know, 15, 20 yards away. Yep. Just kind of looped around. I go, he didn't even go up and smell it close. And I said, did, well, he could smell it. Probably. Did you have a camera on that tree? <coughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah. So Eric ran cameras on signpost trees, I mean, well before I started running them. I mean, you were back. Back when you had to develop the film. Yeah. Long, <laughs> so long you, time ago. You'd know a week. Mm. <laughs> you'd get all these pictures on your camera. You'd go home. Yeah. Develop your film and then <laughs> like, oh, my God. So come you, back. and Yeah. You have a lot of data on signpost trees then. There's a few. Quite yeah. a few. Yeah. So if somebody was to sit on a signpost, what would be your favorite, like, three-day window for a daylighting buck on a signpost? I think it varies. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I'm just saying from yeah. what you've seen, is there any? has there been, like, a three-day window that you saw more daylight? No. It was just random. It's, yeah, it really... Up there, especially, you know, they migrate, they yep. change, they travel yep. a long way. Mm -hmm. So they might hit that signpost. You know, I'll get them once 
Yeah. On camera. Yeah. During at night. Right. And then I'll never get them again. Right. So it's so tough. I try not to. It's tough, you know, to hunt the deer that's on the camera. Yeah. You want to. Yeah. But the next day he could be 20 miles away. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hooking Joey's tree. No, I, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. In, in that country, you just don't know, right? Yeah. Like a lot of them, a lot, a lot of those deer, they're not home body deer. No. They're just the cruising. Part, they're just cruising. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it, a lot of those signpost trees, to me, this is just my experience with them. They're in travel corridors yep. Yep. where those doe are traveling, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's very, very similar to a scrape. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them don't ever work it. They're just traveling through, scent checking it, onward, hitting the road. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same thing. Like and you, I get five or six bucks hooking the same tree. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. From a spike horn to a 10. Oh, yeah. 12-pointer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because so that same tree, we'll get back to the story, but that same tree, I think the year that I hunted there with you, or maybe not, maybe we just scouted or something, but you had a giant buck on. It was like an 11-pointer, really wide. Huge framed 11-pointer, huge. But that's the one that got shot. Yeah, I had it on camera, really nice wide frame, beautiful buck. But I'd went home, developed it, saw this picture. I'm like, I'm going back after it. Went back into the area, the Golden Triangle area, and and then I talked. I ran into a guy I knew. He said, "Yeah, that got shot, 231." Yeah, that yeah. was a that was a that really? was like your main buck, right? Like huge body, thick antlers, wide rack. Not much for tine height, but yep. just thick, big beefy yep they used to call them yeah a lot of them like bud bucks yeah as thick as a budweiser can on the base of the horns yeah (laughs) yeah so same area same area yeah you're tracking this buck yep he goes by that signpost goes by the signposts and then i said jesus what's he gonna do here is he he was kind of meandering like he was gonna feed but i didn't really get a feel of him feeding very well and then he went up and he hooked a little little pine tree, little spruce sapling that was about a foot high, <laughs> about as thick as your pinky. Yep. And he just hooked it and, mm-hmm. you know, broke it all up. And I'm like, really? But I could see his tines in the snow a little bit. And I was like, that's just really, I've never seen that before. It hooked such a small little sapling, but he was just laying scent down. And that actually wasn't far from the, from the signpost tree. So then he just started weaving through, and I said, wow, he's, he's got to be right here. So I just slowly stepped through between some spruce trees, and it opened up into, you know, a really older cut. It had grown up really nice, but it was clear, good, you know. I said, God, i got to look. So I was really panning way out in front, and then I kind of came back down toward in front of me, and he was right there, bedded down on a, in the root system of a cedar tree facing away, <laughs> not looking on his backtrack. Oh, man. And I, all I could see was, was just a little bit of it. I mean, he was right in the root system of this cedar tree. Yeah. And he was looking right away. And, of course, naturally, I saw the rack and was like, okay, no problem. And yep. the same thing, I just, on his neck. Yep. And he never moved. His Beautiful. head just laid down, and I walked up. He was, that was it. So, 
wasn't too bad of a drag. My buddies were there. My brother and a friend of ours was there, but went back to camp, left a note, um, come help drag. I got my video camera and videoed walking back to it and videoed what I could of it. And uh, That's how you guys used to do it back in the day was like go back to camp, leave yeah. a note or go to the guy's truck if you could find it or something. There's, There was no radios. There no. was none of that stuff. You were... No. You were on your own. Or we'd, yeah, or signal, you know, go back to camp, say anybody's within range, you know, shoot two or three times, three times, leave a note. Then they knew they heard shots or whatever, come back out and check. Because normally, you know, like my brother shot one one year, and it was, you know, it took us all day to get it out. We were, And then the next year I went in and shot one in the same spot, so I knew what was, that was where the web racked one that you like up there. Yeah, it's a giant. And that one was... Big palmated looking thing. Yeah, nine and a half years old. He had no teeth left. And what did he weigh? 227. Yeah. Mm. And that was, you know, fairly, I think, first week. First or second week. But that was bare ground. Oh, I just really? went into it. Yeah, it was this grape line area. Yep. And went in. I was actually, it was... Geez, that might have been my birthday buck. And it so was... early November. Early November. And, uh, yeah, I was, it's good mile and a half, two mile <clears throat> walk in yep. on this logging road. It was just, well, no, the trail that came over and met into an old logging road. And it was just always just ripped up. Yep. Just, I mean, 20, 30 scrapes, hook trees, everything just, and I'd walked in, um, basically on a scouting mission, just seeing what was there. And I'm like, oh. And I got up to this area where it kind of changes. And I said, I'm just going to. And I didn't feel well at all. I was not. I was sick. Mm. And I said, I can't walk back out. I've got to. And I just sat against a tree and uh, fell asleep. I had such a headache and thought I was going to get sick to my stomach. I don't know if I was dehydrated, didn't drink enough water or something. Mm. But just didn't feel well. So I took like a quick little 20 minute 30 minute nap <laughs> those are the best <laughs> and I, I i remember just waking up and and it was looking off to the left up into this hardwood and here comes a deer out of the hardwood at like nine in the morning walking along and i'm like and that was the second deer i shot in maine and uh the first one I shot was a small eight, and I'm like, I'm not shooting one of those again. Everybody's like, oh, you said you were going to mount your first one. I'm like, no, I didn't. So I was, could see, and back in that day, I hunted with my father, gave me a Model 94 32 Winchester Special. So I was just this long octagonal barrel, open sights, looking at this deer that's 200 yards away, kind of walking down to me. And I could finally see he had horns, and I couldn't make it out. And I was like, well, I can't. And so then he's about 100 yards away, but now he's starting to cut across. He's not getting closer. And I was like, I'm not going to shoot. I can't tell what he's got. Yep. And uh, finally, the sun just hit the horns just right, where I was like, he's got some mass. Mm -hmm. He's got something there, so... 
He stepped out from behind a couple of trees. He stopped at first behind some trees, and I couldn't see him, and he was there for five minutes. And I began to do the weeble, and I'm like, he's not going to, he's right there. Stop moving. He's mm-hmm. going to see you. Chill out. I had a good rest on a tree, like I said, open sights. And he finally stepped out, and I just slowly, slowly squeezed and tried to put in the best shot I could and shot. And his head went up, his tail went up, and bounded off right down over a bank. And I said, well, <coughs> at least I got a shot at a nice buck on my birthday. And I said, well, I'll go over and see if I hit a tree or what happened. excuse me, and uh, so I went over and uh, looked, no blood, no hair, and uh, tried to see where he'd gone, you know, through the leaves and looked down over the bank, and there he was piled up, dead, Hmm. all done. Hmm. So I was like, wow, right through, and then, you know, like I said, yeah, 13 points, really webbed, Mm -hmm. old deer, so. <coughs> so keep, he uh keep in mind Eric can shoot. Yeah, I bet. <coughs> mm, yeah. yeah. He 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 I can vouch that he can shoot. He's got very good eyes. Mm. That's from the rabbit hunting days. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, picking 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 rabbits off with twenty twos like you wouldn't believe. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I paced it off. It was hundred and twenty yards. Hundred and twenty of my paces. That's pretty away good. with that open sight. So, yeah. What what do you use for a gun now? Now I'm 7600. Yeah. 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 I used Bolt for a long time. After the I shot two or three with the the Model 94, and then my father got got me the 7600, and then I missed a whopper. I had open sights, and I remember I missed a whopper with it, and so I switched over to my Bolt, and I yeah. was hunting actually. <laughs> it's a beefy 300 Winchester mag. Wow. But uh, I got that. I had I had Labrador puppies, and a guy traded me. He's like, one of you, my gun with two boxes of shells and one of your dogs? And I said, sure. But I got a lot of deer with that gun. It shot well. And mm-hmm. it was even, you know, I had an old Weaver scope on it. You know, the sight line on that was just really poor. So now I switched over. What are you running for a scope on that? It's just a Leopold. Yeah. Uh, two to seven, I think. Yep. yep. But it's real good. You know, yep. fits my eye real good. It's quick. Nice. So, nice. carbine, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and that takes you back to the rabbit hunting days because I shot usually with a pump or an automatic. Yeah, you, you, you. That's good practice. You're lethal open sight 22 rabbit hunting. With open sights? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I used to squirrel hunt with open sights, uh, Ruger ten twenty two, just the old, oh yeah, old open sights. We'd shoot everything. Yeah. We'd always oh, just target practice and shoot cattails at you know yep. way away and do whatever we could. And yeah, it was. Uh, I actually was hunting with Chris one day, rabbit hunting. Partridge took off, and I shot it with the twenty-two flying. Nice. flying. <laughs> that's, that's I said, nobody's going to believe me. I said, you got to come over here. And he came over, and it, there was snow on the ground, obviously. Yep. And I said, just jumped the Partridge. I said, I shot at it. I said, we were out in the middle of nowhere, so it wasn't like it was arc and a shot out into town. It was right. in the middle of nowhere in a mountain range. That's pretty good. And, yeah, dropped it. He couldn't believe it. He saw it, and, yep, 
That's pretty good. Hmm. You just shoot a lot. It's just memory. Yeah, it's just muscle. You're memory. not even. It's like throwing it's a baseball. Like, like skeet. Yeah. Like anything, it's there. Yeah. It's ready yeah. to go. Some guys though just ha- have it, right? Like you mm-hmm. are one of those people that very rarely do you miss. Mm-hmm. Very rarely. <laughs> yeah, you 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 have. But yeah, I very, relive those pretty good. Very mm-hmm. very 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 you rarely. Um, well, I, I and I usually don't shoot because I'm I gotta see what's going on. You know, I'm always looking at the deer. You know, trying to see. Yeah. You know, so it's usually you know because if I'm tracking one, I jump it up. If I don't immediately see big time rack, I'm shooting. I've taken the time, so I got the time to put the shot in. You know, he's walking along, he's bedded down, he's whatever. So, yeah. but I've I've missed my fair share too. So that that triangle that um, that you spoke of, where you you killed your book 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 one. There's a little bit of a a backstory to this 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 triangle. There's uh, there's been some of the, deer of the amount of. There's been some serious buck killed out of this. Yeah. What town? <laughs> uh, no name Brook yeah. runs into it yeah. just off of none of your business mountain. Yeah. 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 Okay. You yeah, guys right. always called it the triangle, and when I heard about it, I was like, that yeah. is the golden triangle. Yeah. yeah. And it's really not that big a piece of woods. It just seems to be, like you say, it's a travel corridor. It's a real good mix area. It has it all in it, and, you know, it's surrounding it. And still to this day, there's some monsters that come through there. No kidding. And so there's at least, yeah. How many book bucks have come out of there that you can think of? Oh, six or seven. Yeah. And a book buck, so everybody knows that. Mastic then was what, 140? 140. Yeah. And yeah, I think it has 140. That's net too, right? Isn't Mastic net. net? Yeah, yeah, 140 net. net. Yeah. And then what was it non-typical, 155? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you had to have. I think it's 155 net, yeah. non-typical. Yeah, at least. Yeah, at least believe but there were there's quite a few bucks that good really really good bucks that had come out of there yeah yeah that's yeah. a hard club to get into i remember going to the show with him in augusta maine yep. when you got that mount back to to enter into the mastic thing and I, at that point in time i've never seen anything like it i mean just phenomenal yeah phenomenal antler deer coming out of maine. yeah and my 10 isn't i mean it's nice it kind of crab claws comes. It's not one of those majestic, wide, you know, it's nice tines. It's just a perfect, nice 10, solid. Mm-hmm. But, you, yeah, you see the horns sometimes at those mastic shows, and it's just like, wow. Yep, yep. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I think a lot of those real big slammer ones come from, like, the potato country up way up north. That's what I've heard. There was some, there was some there from... Um, South, southeastern Maine, mm-hmm. right? So like that Bay of Fundy area. Um, I mm. don't hold me to it. I think it's like kind of like that Washington County area. Yeah, just down east. Yeah, phenomenal yeah. antlers. Isn't that what they call that down east? I don't know what. what I think that's down east. I've yeah. only been over that way once. But well, uh, I paint a house down. You know, I always go down to York, Maine. Actually, owners of darn tough socks. Yeah, and. uh <clears throat> they're in York and they're right off the right off the ocean. Mm. And he has a garden out on his lawn and he's literally three hundred yards from the ocean, but he had a nice garden and, you know, six, seven foot fence with 
bars of soap hanging off it, you know, and everything else. And I always chuckled. And he said, yeah, the darn deer. And I pulled back in to the house one night, and there's a nice 200-pound, eight-point buck standing in his garden. No kidding. Nice. <laughs> Chewing away right there on the coast of Maine. Yeah. They tuck right in little cul-de-sacs. and Yep. Right They're on the safe. other side of 1A there. I remember we went into a store when we were, you got your moose permit. We were oh, yeah. we were eastern. Yeah. And we went into a store, an old store there, and they had a bunch of shed antlers there and some deer on the wall and phenomenal antlers. Mm-hmm. Heavy, heavy horn, you yeah. know, heavy, heavy, heavy horn bucks. Yeah, they, they, there were some nice deer. But those, yeah, that triangle definitely produced... Some nice, and I forgot about the one the New Jersey guys shot right in front of me. Almost shot me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was coming down, it was uh, Old Logging Road, and all of a sudden, I was tracking, and there was a buck on the trail, and I said, Jesus, this is perfect. <clears throat> and it just happened to intersect where these guys were, and this was back more in the day where there's more hunters around and stuff, and all of a sudden, bullets are flying. I mean, they're hitting the limbs right. But I stuck down behind the tree, and I'm like, "Holy moly!" And uh, all of a sudden, the guy starts yelling, you know, excited, screaming, ah, "You got it!" And I'm like, "I yell," and he's like, oh, "Robbie or whatever." And I'm like, "No, it's not. Uh, you know, it's not who you think it is. I'm right here." He said, "I just shot an unbelievable deer, do you?" I was closer to the deer than he was. Wow. I was the wow. first I was the first one to the deer. <laughs> so we tracked. I was on the buck. Yep. He intersected. The buck saw him and turned and was running back to me. And he was And well, it was just on the other side of this sp- where you know spruce comes together in the in the logging trail, you know. Yep. <laughs> and I couldn't see on the other side, but that buck was right on the other side and he was shooting right by me right by me and he hit that and that was a triplex brow tines that was a book buck that thing yeah it was big just non-typical budweiser buck you know budweiser can for bottoms just gigantic gigantic really? longhorns yeah hmm. really nice buck and i don't even know if they went and, you know got them scored it was or... definitely a book buck yep but they <clears throat> they just they rambo they took out a rambo knife and oh no uh, they cut that from the bottom lip to the oh. ass end, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah." What are you? <laughs> I'm like, "Aren't you gonna? Melt? You're you're ruining your cape. You're you know." And they're yeah. like, "Oh no!" I mean, the guts were. Com- I'm like, "Okay, you guys are all set. Yeah. I'm out of here. Good, mm. you know, good good buck." Yeah. It was it was kind of sad. It just really didn't have much respect for the animal. That's too bad. It was, you know, they were fired up, which is you know, but. Yeah, that was not good. Hmm. That's a pretty close call. Yeah. So you uh, not only Maine, you've 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 killed killed some bucks elsewhere too. I mean, um, you've done the trifecta. You've done that. Yeah, we always joked around. Well, you know, about the six hundred pound club. Yeah. Trying to get you know, and I don't know if up here they had the buck club. They had the three. But I don't know if they did it by. Anyways. Who had that? Jo- did Johnson have it? No, uh, it was up at um, Clutes. Oh yeah, yeah, in Eden. Yeah, so, yeah, the so old what store. Is, what is? 
um, if you could get three deer, three different states. In one year. That. Yep. We're over 200. We're over that, 200. Or that the total weight of the three. Okay. Was more than 600 pounds. So Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Yeah. In yeah. one year. And, and I'm sure there's other groups of guys within certain areas of Vermont. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't know them, right? But, like, in this area of, like, a 30-mile radius, there is some serious buck hunters, right? Like, mm-hmm. serious big, 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 big heavyweight hitters. And uh, that store, I mean, it would take a serious buck to win that pool. Yeah. 240s, 250s. Yep. Out of Vermont, even. There was some... There was there some big some ones. ones. Yeah, there were some big ones. Yep. So, what did that pool? Was it for Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine? Yeah. So they had a separate pool, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine, right? Oh. Like a combined weight. Then they had one for Vermont. Gotcha. They might have even had yeah. one for for. So you did the try. You did the three in I one year. I didn't join it. Yeah. Well, you know, I just. So you got three two hundred pounders. I got three. Yeah. Uh, so it just chimed out right because I always concentrate on Maine. Maine's yep. the Goal, no matter mm-hmm. what. If it's 70 degrees, I'm hunting Maine. I don't care. I'm hunting Maine. Yep. That's my happy place. Yep. So um, I had gone up. It was the first day, and uh, a buddy was staying with me. So I had taken on the Sunday, taken camp up, set it up for him, get yep. it all set. He came too. <clears throat> but my girlfriend at the time had made plans for a concert the next day. <laughs> <laughs> next night on a Monday. So I got up the next morning and said, well, I, you know, I got an eight-hour drive back or whatever, but the concert's not until <laughs> eight at night or something. So I can leave at, you know, noon mm-hmm. or 11 or whatever. So I said, oh, I'm going to hunt, a, you know, but it was, you know, first day, blue sky, fairly warm. So, yeah, I just headed down to a spot I knew right on a corner of a river. And uh, I knew it would be cooler down there. And so I just went down there and kind of posted up and having a good day, just relaxing in the sun, listening to the book, Brooke. And, and uh, of course, you always run scenarios through your mind and picture what's going to mm-hmm. happen. And yeah. I pictured it, and there it was, a rack buck coming around the corner, coming up the stream, you know, just barely in the stream, walking up the shoreline. And so I, that's when I had the 300. And uh, so I rested and uh, shot, and he just raised his head up. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I aimed too high. You know, I, I was like, I'll, because he was, he was a distance away. And so I said, no, I'll just, just barely, you know, I'll tuck it right in there. And I, yeah, tucked it in there, and he just ran back into the woods. So I, you know, I got down in there, and he was there right there on shore. Right in the rocks and uh, well, sand. It wasn't rocks, but uh, yeah. So that was two forty-five. Wow. Uh, first day. So yeah, he was heavy. hadn't run it off yet. Short, yep. short deer again. Yep. And uh, so then, <clears throat> next day, right? So then I booked it. Got in the truck. I was scrambling to get the deer out. It was completely uphill the whole way. Dragged it out. Got it to the truck got in the truck, called up my girlfriend when I finally had service and said, I'm going to make it, have my clothes out. I'm, you know, I'm booking it back. Pulled into the dooryard, ran in, changed, got back in her truck, 
laughed. She goes, when are you headed back up? I said, I'm not. I've got one. It's in the back of the truck. <laughs> she never even saw it or knew. I didn't tell her. That's funny. So then my buddy ended up shooting one up there. And season hadn't started in New Hampshire. Oh, no, it must have started in New Hampshire. So mm -hmm. I went back up and got, got this camp. And a friend of ours was building a camp in Pittsburgh. So I said, hey, let's hunt New Hampshire. I'll put my camp on his dooryard. And so my dog is being a pain here. <laughs> so everybody that hears the little clank, and it's a year old yellow lab that's chewing on a moose antler, right? And uh, he's got a hold of my arm at the moment. So yeah. you hear any ruckus, it's just her. And uh, good girl. So we went to New Hampshire. I didn't know the area very well. Friends of mine had hunted it some. So I just explored around. I think it was, yeah, it was the first, must have been the first day. I explored around the first day. Again, blue sky day, looping back around toward the truck, kind of get into a clear cut, posted up on this side hill looking down into the cut, and it was perfect, and sat there for, I don't know, an hour or so, and then finally looked down in front of me, and there was a little island of spruce trees, and I said, God, I could make out a leg, and then I could make out a shoulder, and then I could make, I go, there's a deer bedded down right there. And just as I'm thinking that and looking at that, and I've been there, like I said, an hour, an hour and a half, that deer decides to stand up, and it was buck. And it didn't, you know, it looked pretty good. So he started to go. He would either winded me or something, so he started to go, so shot him. So that was an 8.178. And that was, yeah, first, yeah, first or second day that I'd hunted there, so... Got that back to camp, passed the guy who <laughs> stayed in the, or had the camp. Yep. <laughs> and he saw, he knew I'd had a buck in Maine because he was up there. Got one the first day, so then got one there. So then I said, okay, well. Is that Carl? Who is that? Tib. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he was like, he was, yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah. So I said, all right, well, I'll hunt in northern Vermont. And I think we had some time before. So then... We got good snow, and I'd driven up long road and not much for tracks at all. And stopped and saw the woman at the store. We and can say we can say that we can say the name of the na na name of the store because I can't remember the name of it. You can't or, remember the name of it? Is it little? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Averill store. Averill store, and, yeah. and for anybody that's yeah. had ever been there, what? Oh, Previous yeah. of the last 10 years, yeah. there was a little old lady, lady. there named Priscilla that, that ran this store. Sweet lady. You, it was a store that you'd walk in and you'd get a soda and a candy bar, yeah. and yeah. that right. was about, about it. it. There was nothing else <laughs> yeah. there. There was some I've, fuel. Yeah. I've um, stopped in there with Nate, and we've looked through the books yeah. because the guy has all the book yeah. all the way back to the 70s. Yeah. yeah. So hit of all the Polaroids. Yeah. <laughs> and we were looking through them, some giants yeah. come through there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I swung in there to get a soda, my morning coffee, and talked with her. And she says, well, why don't you just drive down this road? That's always been a good area. Because I was kind of like, well, what should I do now? And so she just kind of said that. So I said, I said, all right, I'll go for a ride down that road. And uh, cut a nice buck track. And so... Again, that was that wasn't Garmin years or anything either. No, that was Compass. what year was that? Was that ninety six? Yeah, <laughs> long yeah. time ago. That's the year I was born. <laughs> 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 I 
Back when the deer were black and white. (laughs) (laughs) Back when the air was, yeah. Yeah, when I was young. Um, So, yeah, I hopped on that track and uh, boogied right along. And he was just, he was weaving. He was looking. He was looking for some dough. And I remember coming out into, (laughs) always seems to revolve around an old cut. Old cut, and there was somebody had a box blind up in a tree an old plywood thing, and I said, I could see where this track had gone right through all the small spruces right toward, and I said, well, if this was a buck and there's anybody in there, there would have shot. And I poked my way along and looking, kind of waving to see if, and nobody was in the, in, the, uh, in the blind. And I remember I got just underneath the blind and got on the other side, and I said, boy, this is nice moose area. Nice moose country, and I looked over, and I saw the back of this, and I thought it was a moose. It was all wet, you know, because it was a wet snow day. And I remember that vividly, that it looked like a wet moose, you know, wet brown hair, you know, but a little black looking. And it was a buck. He was 20 yards away. It let less than that, probably. And he took off and ran right straight away. And I could see where he was headed. And I ran and hopped up on this log to get a to look over all these small spruces because I could just see his head and his rack going through. And he got down far enough. I picked a spot and I said, if you go through there, I am mm-hmm. touching off. And he hit it and I touched off. And I walked down through there and... Blood, hair. I said, perfect. Walked a little ways, could see leg. Hit a leg. No matter what, you can always hit a leg. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and more to this story about that. And uh, so I kind of rested for a little bit, let him chill. But I didn't know where I was. So I didn't know if I was going to get cut off. Right. Where, what main <clears throat> road I was going to cross. Yep. So I kept going, but always spotting, 200 yards away, running, could see him limping. I'm like, God, I got to slow down, let him, you know. But then I'm like, God, it's getting where I've got to, I got to get on him. I got to get on getting him. Getting late. I started going more and more, catch a glimpse of him, pop a shot off, everything else. I ended up shot at least two or three of his legs. I mean, it was where <laughs> I felt I felt so bad. At, at that point, I'd hit two of his legs. So he was not going well. Mm-hmm. But he was still, you know, they want to survive. So. Yeah. But I just put it in the afterburner after that and just said, I got to kill him. I got to get him. And uh, finally caught him. Caught him on a bank looking back and got one into him. So, and that one was 224. Wow. That's a pretty good buck. Eight, that is a big eight, buck. Eight, eight pointer. So I went back and thanked her. And she came <laughs> out and took a Polaroid to put in the book. Yep. And I think I gave her an extra dollar for to take another Polaroid so I could yep. take it back to the guy at camp, to Tib at camp, <laughs> and leave him a note and say, there's another one. <laughs> so that was three oh that gosh. year. But that's not the kicker. So then muzzleloading comes. I leave my camp up there in Pittsburgh. We're hunting northern Vermont. And we gang up on a 
you know, couple friends. We were yeah, all you, hunting together. Yeah, you, Pat, Chris, and Pat. Chris. We went up into an area. <laughs> I'm going to fight with a lab. My, my dog. <laughs> the dog. And, uh, yeah, we went up into this area, cut, and then came back down off the hill toward the road. And we see this track. I could see it from a quarter mile away coming off this hill. And it looks like a cow had walked through the pasture. And we get up to it, and I got out and looked, and I came back to the guys and said, this is a buck track. I said, this is the kind of track that you look for. This is yep. the one. It's unbelievable. So we made a little plan and said, all right, two of us were together on it. I followed. I was on him first, and then he uh, stopped, and he fed, uh, fed at, at a tree. <laughs> And he laid down his rack into the snow, and it was like I called my, <laughs> I called Chris over and was like, "You got to see this." And we we're like, "There we go. That's a nice rack." That's ended up going into a Christmas tree farm. Probably people know what I'm talking about. And uh, right up onto a knob in the Christmas tree, and I go, "He's bedded down. He's already busted us. He's seen us." We go out. He's running through the Christmas trees. I hear the tractor. I go over to talk to the guy. Tell him what's going on. He's like, no problem. I said, we're not going to hunt in here. We just want to follow him through. He's mm -hmm. like, yep, no problem. Super nice. Followed him through. The other guys were on him. He cut across, got up onto a ridge, and I said, I'm going to, I'll cut up, kind of horseshoe around, see if he comes across. And uh, sure enough, I came down off the side hill, and here comes, I think, he, I'm trying to remember if he was with a doe. I don't think so. And um, <clears throat> along he comes. Just absolute monster, monster deer. Big, huge rack, gigantic. I mean, he had a huge foot. He was a huge body deer. And by far the biggest one for that year. But that was back early in the muzzleloading days and literally it was the old hammer. Yep. Percussion, short carbine. And I was trying so hard, open sights, trying to lay a nice sight line on him. And you see him, he stops and he's perfect, but he's, you know, 100 yards downhill. And he's looking back behind him. My buddy's on him and he's starting to, you know, twitch and get ready. And I'm like, I got to <coughs> touch off and never touched him. Followed him down across the stream, up on top of a mountain. My buddy saw me going, literally crawling up this mountainside. I caught him bedded one more time looking at me, but he's too far away. He said he saw me just like pulling myself up by the saplings going up. Yeah. And he's like, I'm done. <laughs> but yeah. we went back and followed him the next day. I went back, found him, followed him the whole next day, and then he went out of snow because it warmed up. And he went down in the lowlands, and I think he may have even crossed over into New Hampshire. Oh, wow. Yeah, he went down low. and No kidding. So it could have been a New Hampshire swooped buck. Swooped across. He was gigantic. There's been some really big bucks killed in that turf that yep. more than likely they were New Hampshire deer. Yep. Huh. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. 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 It, it, you know, you, 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 you know all about it, right, mm -hmm. crossing that river. And it's the same thing in the north, you know, some ungodly bucks 
Come yeah. from that other side. Come from that other side. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's always something better on the other side. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's the same way with moose, too. Same same thing. You know? It's yeah. Something about our ground. Yeah. I'm convinced. Yep. But uh, so um, when it's bare ground, just run, run, run these guys through like what, what you'll normally do when it's bare ground. Oh. <sighs> I'll usually um, poke around and scout, um, try to find, you know, pinch points, hunt, you know, look for more sign, new area. Um, that always works out too, tracking, you know, you always find new areas. So I usually try to go back to those areas to learn more what I may have previous years mm -hmm. to scout, to see what's... Uh, what's happening there but usually you know i like finding the you know the hookings aren't as important to me really or signpost i mean yeah but you know the ground scrapes the size the frequency of it things like that usually so just trying to stick in the sign stick in the sign <laughs> yeah and just you know hunt and poke but like this year you're not afraid to sit either no you're not, you're no i'll i'll definitely sit if it's a good area i mean i've definitely shot a lot of deer on bare ground just being in the right spot with the sign. Yep. yep. And that's, I would say that's one thing that, you know, he does well. He's very, very patient in that aspect of things. When it's, when it's bare ground, he'll, mm -hmm. he'll, you know, you'll either you'll poke or you'll set a stand yep. and, and sit oh, yeah. there, right? Like oh, yeah. That, if, if the days aren't, you know, if it's not good for tracking, I'll definitely go. I'll post up some nice stands, tree stands or even ground stands, and I'll hunt the first few hours. And then I'll use the rest of the day to poke, S scout, scout, yep. see what I see. I don't scout <laughs> on Sundays anymore because <laughs> I used to do that. And you'd always see the buck of your life on, <laughs> yeah, on, on a, a Sunday, Sunday when you couldn't hunt. That's when the you way couldn't it, hunt. Yeah, that's the way it I've works. seen some huge deer on a Sunday and you don't have a gun and you're just scouting yep. and you just blew him out of the territory. He was in. He yeah. was in that you probably were going to hunt Monday. Yep. So it's like, just, yeah. Don't do it. Scout with a rifle in your hand. Yep. Yeah. Or a bow. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But and then when snow comes, you go. Yep. Yep. Wait for the right conditions, and it's tough. You know, if it snows too early, and then they've got the yep. night, and then you get up, and there's tracks going absolutely every direction. As you know, they'll they can put some serious miles on. Oh, they can wander. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, no, I just pick the days. Tracking's good. Go for it as long as I can. I'm getting older, so. Hunt and poke. And then it's like the last one I shot wasn't far off the road and took me a while. <laughs> took <laughs> Even a while for to get the him out. short distance to drag it. I'm not as, not as you know, strong and in shape to do that, so. What kind of advice would you give to your 25-year-old self about deer hunting? Mm. Treasure the time. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the things that, you know, you had, you took for granted or just, you know, assumed mm. that it's always was going to be like that or right. always is going to be like that. Just, yeah, you know, really enjoy it. And mm. that's what, you know. A bad day of hunting, I, I don't care, you know. it's I try to, 
I see pine martens or moose fighting or find a shed mm -hmm. or just find one good thing during the day. Yep. You know, just close encounter with a squirrel on your shoulder or yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah. I almost had a hawk land on me in a tree stand once, you know. It's, you know, moose fighting, all the different things. So had a lot of close encounters with moose too. Cool. <laughs> mm. I should show you that video. Yeah. You had a good moose video? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen some wicked bulls up there over the years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wicked bulls. We found some big antlers up there. We we used to go back up there in northern Maine and pick. Of course, he, he'd see them all deer season. We'd go mm -hmm. back up there. And that's back when nobody was – well, I mean, people were doing it, but it wasn't. You, it was nothing We'd to come find. We'd back with, our, you know, the pickup truck with a bunch of horns in the back. Yeah. Yeah, I remember getting pulled over. Remember going yeah. past that warden yep. that one year? Yep. And there was just antlers sticking out of the truck everywhere. <laughs> yep. And he caught up to, the, caught up to yep. us down yeah. the road Yeah, he was checking ways. somebody's fishing license, and he turned around, and, yep. yep, blue light's going on the dirt road, and I pulled over, and he's like, yep, just checking for live heads. Yeah, and then and, and at that point in time, he he thought we were crazy to – you know, yeah. out there picking antlers. Like, like nobody was doing it. Really? You could. Well, you drive down the road. There's one. There's one. There's yeah. one. Yeah. We'd stop. He'd, he'd see a tree. You got to go check it. Go over there. Yep. <laughs> oh, here's another one. We were walking down the road one time, and the wind was whipping. It was cold, and it was right in our face. <laughs> yeah. And he turned around. It, like, turned around to walk backwards, and we spun around. He faced back, looked in the ditch, and there was an antler. <laughs> We yeah. just were walking by. Walked wow. by it. Turned around from the wind, and there it was. Yeah. 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 No, it was a good time then. Yeah. We, one year we went up, we flew. Yep. We flew out of Rangeley and went, went way yep. up. In and, the winter just to see yep. some of the moose yarding. Yep. Find new spots. Yep. Landed landed out on a body of water, frozen body of water. A really? pond. Yeah. Yep. Middle of nowhere. He's oh, like, yeah. eh, look down there, see any sticks or anything? You're like... No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They could put that thing down anywhere, yeah. Right yeah. down, take off right between trees. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when we landed back down. Uh, I forget what it is. It's not Moose Maguntic. I think it's just Rangeley Lake, I yeah. think is what they call it. Yeah. He's like, just keep an eye for snowmobilers, right? And, like, Rangeley is, like, snowmobile hub of yeah. the northeast. There's snowmobile traffic everywhere, and he was taking it. He just took the lane. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's pretty <coughs> it's pretty cool. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. No, definitely some good times, and you've and you've killed some buck. As we sit here and mm -hmm. look out your, your bay window, you've killed bucks all over those ridges growing up here and – I mean, you're still doing yep. it. You killed a good one a couple of years ago. That was what one ninety some odd here. Yep. Yep. And uh, that was the first day one. Yeah. Yep. And then you killed another big one there with a muzzle loader. Yep. That was a. Yep. That was it's a good just, one. I don't get the opportunity to usually, like I say, prioritize the main hunt. Yep. Come back here. I think that's usually smart. usually muzzle loading. Yep. And hit it here, and then, like, we went down Massachusetts way back. I went with him. I haven't got a chance to get back down there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Got to do that. Yep. 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 So get out there. In. Yeah, put the time in. Get out there. Enjoy it while you can. Yep. Yep. Cool. That's it's, for sure. It's yep. been a good one. Yeah. And he can yeah, go man. on for days. I know. Days. We can, <laughs> we'll have to have you on again. <laughs> I know. I know. We'll have, we'll have to be a reoccurring guest. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. People get tired of that. No. They've heard it all. No. Especially after this coming season, we'll have to get you back on. 
Get yeah, some, get some fresh time. stories. I'm, I'm feeling it this year. Oh, okay. I'm ready. You're last due. Last year. You're due. Yeah, I've passed up yeah. quite a few the last few years, but yeah. I mean, Maine is definitely, it's coming back. Mm. But now I, I don't see anybody. It's it's changed because now they have moose season the first week of rifle up there. Yep. So that creates a little havoc on the roads as far as I mean it's not crazy but it's there's a lot more people up there but right. during regular rifle season and where I hunt all the bridges are out and everything is out and I've hunted there forever and I'll see five people in the four weeks of hunting yeah and before we're driving. Bad. before we end this right like for all of those who want to go hunt the Northwoods, you need to be prepared for it, right? Like he's describing, he might see a couple people. Have you ever had a close encounter, like uh, not going to make it back to town, uh, not going to make it back to camp? <laughs> as far as with your vehicle or hunting? Hunting, I've never gotten lost. Um, I always played it safe. Um, vehicle... I ice chunk this I had gotten a buck and an ice chunk I was going down with a buddy and an ice chunk had fallen off of his truck you know built up in the wheel well yep and it rolled underneath the center of my truck and took out <clears throat> my transmission cooler Oof. and how many miles are we we're we're way back um yeah I'm way back and so I turned around I we turned around. There was a turnaround right off, and I could see it looked like a blood trail. <laughs> oh, I said, trainee fluid. Yeah. I'm like, I'm out of here. He's like, well, wait a minute. Stop. We can fit. I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm on a small road, three, four miles on a small road to get to a little bit bigger road. I said, I got to get out. And I got out to the okay road. And then it started to slip, and I didn't want to burn up my transmission. No, no cell service. No cell service. So my buddy came out, and then we drove a few miles to where there was cell service to call the wrecker down in <laughs> down in <laughs> Greenville. So then he towed me down to the Golden Road with his truck by chain, and it was you know, cold. It was, yeah, real cold. And dog's found a bottle. <laughs> Can't find horns, but she's found a plastic bottle. <laughs> and, uh, come here. And, uh, yeah, so we towed it down there and waited. And, uh, yeah, it took me, he took me down. I rode with him to Greenville, got there at dark. This happened early in the morning, 6 in the morning, 6.30. Finally got to Greenville. Yep. At dark, he took me to the dealership in Dover, Foxcroft, the next day. You know, guy was super nice. And then spent the night there, rented a car, <laughs> spent yeah. the night in Bangor, came back. My girlfriend came up with her truck, picked me up. She went up and hunted. I still had a deer hanging in the tree back at my camp. Yeah. So I went back up with her, hunted the rest of the week with her. Yep. Came back out with, brought camp out with her truck. Picked up my truck at the dealership after it got fixed. Dang. It's yeah. you, yeah, you take chains, you take chainsaws, you take right. everything. You got to yep. be careful. You make sure your your ass is covered. Yep. 
Yeah. You don't, yeah. Some guys. It's not like the Benoits in the old days where, you know, they would just <laughs> cross any kind of rickety old bridge, beaver pond, and just winch themselves up just to keep <laughs> going. It's yeah. like, but there was there was people around then quite a bit. I mean, even that, you know, Benoits were hunting when I was up there, and Hal Blood was up there when I was up there. Yeah, yeah. Met them and hunted around them all the time. Yep, yep. So. Well, I say we uh, we yeah. ended on that. So Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no thanks problem. for coming on. Apparently I got to feed my dog or <laughs> <laughs> do something. All right, man. <laughs> all right, we'll see you all on right. the next one, guys.